What's going on gamers? Welcome back to The Graveyard. I'm The Graveyard Gamer. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Graveyard Discussion. This week I want to talk about the reintroduction, if you will. It's been a while since we saw any gameplay from it, but this week we actually got to see a 15 minute roughly gameplay clip on Gotham Knights. Now I gotta tell you, I'm a big fan of the Arkham series. You can actually find an entire franchise discussion on that on this podcast. Check that out. But one of my favorite games in that series, and it's Unfortunate because it came out the tail end of the PS3, the 360 generation, and to be honest with you, I was one of them that kind of pushed it off. When I played it a few months later, I loved Arkham Origins, and it's also the one game in that entire franchise that never gets the light shown on it. Whenever they do remasters or whatever they may do, we never see Arkham Origins, and by far, it's one of the best games in that series. I think it's about a number two for me, but the makers of that WB Montreal, they're making Gotham Knights. So immediately when they debuted this game a couple years ago, I was very intrigued and excited because this does not take place in the same universe as the Arkham games, I guess I should say. And ultimately, that kind of leads it a little bit of freedom. See, in this game, all we know is that Bruce Wayne is dead. That's right, Batman is dead. He's sent a mission out in his post-death. I guess he had a message and it automatically played to Batwoman, Nightwing, Robin, and the Red Hood. And these guys are the guys you're going to be switching between, right? You're going to be playing the different characters. You're going to go into the Watchtower to kind of get your missions as your home base. And what's really cool, and this is what really was in this week's kind of showcase, was the fact of how different they are going to play. Now, we only saw Nightwing and Red Hood, but right out the gate, those two played very differently. Nightwing is very acrobatic, and he does a lot of moves. He's got his little staffs, and he's like doing all kind of cool stuff. Meanwhile, Red Hood... They kind of got a little, little, uh, you know, freedom with it, with their creativity on it. I'll give it that. Where basically he's using mystic powers. Where Nightwing has like a little glider that he jumps up and grabs to help kind of float around everywhere. You know, kind of in place of Batman's cape that he would use in the Arkham games. Red Hood can jump on like barriers. I, I don't know. It's like some kind of mystic stuff that <laughs> allows him to just bounce back to forth. Uh, in the middle of the air. So either way, I know some people online were not really happy about that. I think it's kind of a cool way. I'm a little bit versed in uh, the Red Hood. I did read when they kind of faked everybody out with Hush. And then I remember really being excited when they actually brought him back uh, a year or two later. I thought it was really cool. But as far as like a lot past then, I'm not that detailed. So I don't think he has those kind of powers in the comics. But either way, I thought it was kind of interesting. The other thing that's interesting is... My understanding is in the comic books, he's pretty much like a Batman-style Punisher. Like, he just kind of kills. That's why Batman and him are kind of at odds. I could be wrong about that, of course. But in this game, it is non-lethal rounds. But you're using a lot of gunplay, which I think is kind of interesting because we didn't really get that at all in the Batman Arkham game. So to kind of move here, to see it in this light, that's a little bit different. Now, I will say the one thing that we did see in this gameplay clip was the developers kind of talking about the differences here, the difference in the fighting, the fact that you can have drop-in, drop-out co-op, which I think is cool as long as it doesn't impact the actual gameplay, right? Like, sometimes it's for the best intentions, like, oh, you and your buddy can jump in and play this game, but to make this work and to make it flow well, they have to change and kind of make controls a little different. They have to make timing a little different. Sometimes you notice it, Sometimes you don't. I'm hoping this is one of the ones that you don't notice and it doesn't hold you back. For example, the Avengers game. I thought the Avengers game gets kind of crapped on. I thought it was, you know, decent. I thought the story was great and all that. But because they tried to have a bunch of multiplayer and this drop in, drop out, it kind of made the story mission suffer 
from time to time as they were trying to get you ready so that when you played online, it was a smooth transition. I hope we don't see that in this game. So you see the gameplay, and it shows you a couple of little side missions you can do. You actually see both characters driving around the Bat Cycle, which is kind of interesting because they actually did say that both Batwoman and Robin will have their own Bat Cycle as well. So I'm very excited about that. And then not only did you see the side missions, you also saw two different versions of a main mission being taken down. Where you're actually going up against the Court of Owls. You see from Nightwing's point of view how he does it. Then you switch over to somebody playing as Red Hood. And you actually see how he goes about doing it. And I'm not sure if it was the boss fight at the end of it. It's something you get with both characters. Or just happened that they showed it with the Red Hood. But ultimately I watched it and I said, okay, this looks kind of cool. I will say with the boss fight, which was Italian from the... Um, Court of Owls. I'll be honest, it looked interesting. It looked cool. It looked like the fight might get kind of annoying because he seemed like he just blocked most of your stuff till you were able to get an opening, hit a move, and then you went back to kind of the you know the dance of fight, block, 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 fight, block, block. So hopefully it's not that way. Ultimately, when I got done watching it, I got to be honest with you, I was hyped because I am a fan of that series. I'm a fan to see where they go with it. But at the same time, the best way I can describe it and Hulking Yoda from Lost at Sea Gaming, a gaming podcast right here on Anchor. Definitely go check that out. He said the word, and I agree with him. There was just something familiar about this game. I mean, look, we know that Rocksteady is developing Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League. I will tell you right now, if you didn't know and you put both these games up next to each other and you said, hey, which one is Rocksteady developing? You would go with Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights is the blueprint of the Arkham games. So it's kind of weird that it's not even in that actual storyline and the suicide squad is because they just look so different but it is what it is uh, I, I don't think that should hold it against it i mean again wb montreal did develop arkham Origins, so they definitely are familiar with this blueprint i'm sure they wanted to kind of stick to something close to what the fans knew that they could get into why fix something that ain't broke but i hope at the same time they do add things so that it does feel fresh now what are some things that i'm, I'm going to take away from this i will say the graphics I thought they looked really cool, but here's the interesting thing. This game is only now going to be on current gen, as in PS5, Series X. It's not going to be on the Xbox One. It's not going to be on the PS4. And I'm thinking that's got to do with a lot of under-the-hood mechanics. And I say that because I'm not saying this is an ugly game. This is a good-looking game, but it's not melt-your-eyeballs good. In fact, somebody actually shared a screenshot from Batman Arkham Knight where he's standing on the rooftop and you see all the lights and you see the rain reflecting off of him and all of that. And then they shared one of Nightwing on the rooftop and it just looks a lot dimmer. Like, it doesn't have that, wow. And Arkham Knight is seven years old almost. Next month will be seven years. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's just one of those things that I was like, okay, well, graphically, I don't see the, this has to be next gen. So it's got to be something under the hood. I will also say... I didn't think the faces looked amazing either. When they showed those up close, I was like, okay, they kind of look bland, if I'm being honest. They did look different. They didn't look... Nothing looks like it doesn't deserve to be on a PS5 or a Series X, but nothing looks like it was being, you know... It couldn't be developed on a PS4 or an Xbox One. I will say that. Uh, Again, the fighting, very familiar, but also looked different. Like I said, Nightwing, he had his own style. Red Hood, I mean, you're sitting there shooting guns. That's not really something you did in Batman, so that could be cool. Hopefully we see some Robin. Hopefully we see some Batwoman pretty soon. And I will tell you, I am interested in the story. The idea that we have the Court of Owls. Now, myself and Hulking Yoda both mentioned, as we were having our conversations, we really wish this would have been an Arkham 
Origins Part 2 or a continuation of the Arkham series. And we got to see Batman deal with the Court of Owls because here's the thing about the Court of Owls. It had such a big impact on Batman. I did actually read the Court of Owls comic book. And yeah, I mean, you find out that there's this connection. You also find out that there's also this whole other side of Gotham that nobody knows about. There's this, you know, this old wise teller, limerick, whatever you want to say about the Court of Owls that you find out it's true. So it has a big impact on Batman. So to not have Batman in the story is kind of weird. I mean, it's a good enemy to have when you have these four guys. You're trying to make a game out of them. I think that's interesting. I think it should be cool. However, I'm just going to go out on a limb here. Listen, this is not a spoiler. This is only a prediction because I have not seen anything, obviously, to kind of clue me in on the story. I got a feeling Batman's not dead. I got a feeling he's coming back at the end of this game and that this is all a ruse. Court of Owls have kidnapped Batman. They have him locked down. For whatever reason, by kidnapping him, locking him down, whether they planned to or not, the message got sent out that he was dead. That's my thought. I could be wrong. We might see the beginning of this game, and we might actually legit see Bruce Wayne as Batman being murdered. And, hey, you got me. But that's just my thought. Ultimately, at the end of the day, this comes out October 25th. Am I super stoked for it? Am I super hyped for it? Yes. It is definitely going to be, if I don't get it day one, it will probably be a Christmas game. I just know how... That's how it works in my family, so I definitely could see it being a Christmas game. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I think it's definitely stepping up to the plate of what we need. We haven't had a good Arkham game in seven years. This game is going to kind of feel very connected to that if if it is completely a different story, quote-unquote universe, if you will. But I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be entertaining. I can't wait to get my hands on it. But again, I do have to sit there and point out and say, well, you know, I wasn't blown away by the graphics. I'm not a graphics guy, but... When I do hear, hey, we can't do this on you know, previous gen, it's got to be next gen, all our efforts on there, I tend to think, okay, well, the graphics have got to be mind-blowing. And if they're not, then you got to start showing me some of those gameplay things that I go, oh, yeah, you can't have that kind of city and that kind of movement and whatever it may be on, on last gen. The way that might be, though, and I haven't seen anything to show me one way or another, if you remember the Arkham series, we really only seen one game in actually Gotham, right? And that was Arkham Knight. Because Arkham Origins was kind of the part of Arkham City that was, you know, eventually closed down. And at the same time, like it was quote unquote Christmas time and everybody was off the streets. Same thing with Arkham City. It was just like a bunch of, you know, bad guys. It was kind of like that prison or whatever. Maybe what we're going to see in this game is they're actually going to have the streets populated with normal citizens, which could lead to some really interesting side things, you know, helping out citizens when they need it. That kind of stuff I would be interested in. But I'm also excited because we haven't seen Robin or Batwoman. And what we may end up getting is four completely different playing characters. They fight different. Their styles, visually, oh man, that could be really cool. I am also excited to see a little bit more of the Watchtower where you go. And it's kind of the new Batcave, if you will, for these heroes. We saw a little bit of it. I'd like to see more of what goes on in there. You know, developing your suits and your different abilities. I think that could be cool. So there's a lot here. It's got me excited. I want to see a little bit more. I want a little... A little bit more, if you don't mind, WB. I know you've showed us a nice little bit, but let's let's really sell this. Show me something that is going to make this a must-buy. You got a lot to live up to. That being said, Suicide Squad and Kills the Justice League. I know it's not coming out this year. It's supposed to come out next year. We really should see a little bit more of that because I have never been blown away by that game. I actually was talking to Hulk and Yoda about this, and I kind of said, you know... I know we had The Suicide Squad last year, and that movie was a lot better. And then we had Peacemaker, which is probably the best superhero 
uh, TV show, you know, streaming or, or otherwise that you can watch right now, as long as you're above the age of 17, just throwing that out there. However, I have to wonder if that 2015 movie, for all that it did with the Joker and all of that and just trying too hard, if it didn't kind of damage that branding a little bit, and if that's the case, maybe it's holding people back from being super excited about this new game, and if that's the case, Rocksteady, show us something to make us want this game, because right now, I'm interested, it's Rocksteady, I trust you, at the same time, it's comic books, I'm always down with that. My word, you gotta sell me on this game. You haven't done that yet. Gotham Knights, you're starting to do that. You're really starting to make me feel safe. This is gonna be a great game. I'm down with it. Maybe it's not gonna be a whole brand new experience that I, got, I was thinking. Very familiar, going back to that word. Suicide Squad, you haven't got me yet. It's kind of hard to to not get me with the properties, the su- superheroes, Justice League, and all that. But right now, I'm kind of like having to buy it because I'm a I'm a superhero fan, but I want you to sell me that I want to buy this game. Come on, Rocksteady. I know you can do it. And WB, man, just show me just a little bit more. Just a little bit more to just just get my mouth watering over this game. Gamers, though, I would love to know your thoughts on Gotham Knights. I'd love to know if this 15-minute video really got you excited or if you were just like, okay, cool, you know, I'm into it. What about Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League? How do you feel about that one? I'd love to know your thoughts on that. As always, you can let me know, thegraveyardgamergmail.com, thegraveyardgamer on Instagram, or thegraveyardg on Twitter. Till next time, guys, I'll be creeping around the graveyard.